recognize what I see. You recognize what you see? And it looks, uh, it looks like New York City from above at night. It looks like New York City from above at night. Are you above still? Above? Looking down at it. You're looking down at it? Mm-hmm. Describe what you see. I, it's a lot slower than I would think it would be. It's a lot slower. Tell me more. Feels like it was more in the 70s. More in the 70s. The cars look boxier. Cars look boxier. Everything just looks less less overpopulated. Less overpopulated? Still very vibrant. I see the orange lights and the red lights. Mm -hmm. See these lights. <clears throat> what are you doing in the sky? I'm just watching the activity. I'm just watching the activity. Yeah. Is there anything interesting that you see? The Rapunzel Tower from Central Park keeps popping into my mind. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Rapunzel Tower keeps popping into your mind? Something in Central Park. Mm -hmm. Can you see Central Park from where you are? Yes. <clears throat> what do you become aware of? It seems very, very dark. Very dark. Very, very dark. Mm -hmm. Like I shouldn't go in there. You shouldn't go in there? Why is that? It seems like it's just a big black inky pool of nothingness where the park should be. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and why do you get a sense that you shouldn't go there? It doesn't look welcoming. It doesn't? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else do you notice as you're above the scene? The bridges and the lights on the bridges. The bridges and the lights on the bridges. Mm-hmm. The way they're blinking. And warning. They're warning? What are they warning for? To not fly into them. To not fly into them. Mm-hmm. So do you get a sense of why you're flying around up there. I think it is a way to stick around and to watch people. A way to watch people? Mm -hmm. Is this something that you'd like to do or do you want to go down to the surface? I think it is difficult to stay at the surface because people may see me. People may see you. Mm -hmm. And it's safer to stay up above and 
it is a different perspective from above. It is a different perspective from above. What do you look like down at your feet? Do you see if you have any feet? No. No. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm alive. You don't think you're alive? So no. Would you describe yourself as energy then? Like a mist. Like a mist? A Very mist. Good. A loose outline of a human body. It's a loose outline? Like a vapor, almost. Mm -hmm. Do you get a sense of what you do there? Do you have a job? I think I'm looking for someone. You're looking for someone? I'm watching for someone mm -hmm. to help them. To help them. Mm -hmm. Do you get a sense of who? A young girl. Mm -hmm, a young girl. Who will be lured into the park. A young girl who would be lured into the park. And tell me more, what is it that you're doing for her? She is not ready to go, but has been very misguided. She has been very misguided by who? Her parents are massive drug addicts. Her parents are drug addicts. And she needs to be protected. Mm -hmm. And if she goes into the park, she will be killed, defiled. But she must live. But she must live. And why must she live? She has a mission. She has a mission. And she must complete it. She must complete her mission. This mission. It is a medical mission. It is a breakthrough. It's a medical mission. A breakthrough? What type of medical mission? is this it will be an area of disease control mm -hmm. and it will allow for people to prolong their lives with certain diseases where there was no expectancy before I believe it will have something to do with AIDS or HIV mm -hmm. Is this something that she carries within her? Her experiences will allow for her to relate to this field. Mm -hmm. And her environment will show her the need for such a thing. And the need to give life back to people as her life will be given back to her is what will fuel this. So she has a, a mission. She's supposed to get a disease she's supposed to help find a cure mm -hmm. not as much a cure but a way to prolong the life after the disease mm -hmm. has attacked mm -hmm. so 
also a way to prolong the dis this disease. A new lease on life for those who have been affected by these diseases. By these diseases? Are they like HIV diseases? That is definitely so letters she, that are popping up in my head. Mm -hmm. So is she going to help with the drugs that prolong people's lives with HIV? I believe it will be the theory that leads to the drug. The theory that leads to the drug. That will allow for this mm -hmm. medical breakthrough to happen. And why did you decide to be the one to help her? Did she call for you or do you have some agreement with her? I had requested to stay in the area mm -hmm. and it was my assignment. It was your assignment. How did you choose this assignment? The assignment was less a choice and more a match. A match? A match between our two... There is no word for what it is. Mm -hmm. Is it almost like vibration? Our two plans? Our two, two plans. There's no powerful enough word in this language to describe it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our contracts, our soul contracts, our... Did you plan with this girl to be the one to help her? Or does she know, not know of your presence? I believe she understood the contract mm -hmm. as I understood. Mm -hmm. But the contract is not as necessary when you are in between. The contract is more on their end, and if it is a specific job, the other will have the other end of the contract, and if it is more of a general pull this person back to safety, it could be used and filled by anyone willing. Oh, okay, I see. <clears throat> well, if this was her plan to have this life path where she is so instrumental, why would she go into the park in the first place? She's scared of her parents. Mm -hmm. She's scared of her parents? They are some of the first crack addicts of the New York City epidemic. They're some of the first crack addicts? And they will harm her. They will harm her? She has run from harm into harm and has no protection. It has no protection. So, did she plan that to have crack addict parents? Yes. And so, why did she plan to possibly go into Central Park then, knowing what she needed to accomplish? Was that part of the plan? It was driven by fear and looks well-designed as if this experience will shape the need to bring life back to people mm -hmm. who have been issued a death warrant. Mm -hmm. It will be instrumental in her vibrational 
access to this information, to have that feeling of being given back. Mm -hmm. Well, what if she had gone into the park? What would have happened? She would have been terribly raped mm -hmm. and murdered by a group of four homeless drug addicts under under an overpass a small bridge overpass mm -hmm. so then she wouldn't have fulfilled her mission so how do you stop this from happening what do you do to intervene I find her and I see her she's sitting on a bench trying to sleep mm -hmm. and it's very loud and the lights from the street lights are flashing red and green and yellow and keeping her awake mm -hmm. and instead of letting her go into the park to find a place to sleep I put her to sleep you put her to sleep and how do you do that you lay your hands on either side of the head mm -hmm. and you focus this energy you can just put them to sleep you can just put them to sleep but as she dreams she knows I'm there can she see you or feel you she can feel me mm -hmm. As she dreams she's very aware in her dream of now what's going on mm -hmm. how does she feel about this she believes her purpose now she believes her purpose now when she wakes up does she remember this consciously yes look into her eyes and see if you recognize her soul I do who is this soul in the life of Jen? Or is she not in this lifetime? I don't know her in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. But you recognize her. I recognize her eyes. Mm -hmm. She has blue eyes and stringy brown hair with bangs and some light freckles across her cheeks, upper cheeks and nose. Mm -hmm. She's a little dirty. She's very thin. Mm -hmm. Where have you seen these eyes before? I feel like they're an impression that's just burnt into my soul somehow. An impression is just burnt into your soul somehow. They're so hurt. The eyes. They're just so hurt and damaged. So hurt and damaged? Was this something that she chose to feel hurt and damaged? In order for her to accomplish what she will accomplish, she had to pave the way with this experience mm -hmm. it was the only thing that would lead to it mm -hmm. fulfilling the goal of that lifetime mm 
So do you feel like looking into where you know her before or continue on your journey as this energy? I did not know her before, mm -hmm. but the permanence of her stare and her eyes have stayed with me since then. Since then? And what kind of meaning did that have for you, the permanence of those eyes? Did that create anything within you? I knew what she would accomplish and what it would mean to people. And that was the determining factor in the drive for mm -hmm. not all people should be saved. Not all people should be saved. Part of many of their plans involve those type of ends, mm -hmm. but some do need to be saved, especially when they cannot help themselves. And how do, how do you feel about saving her? How do you feel as this energy? Do you feel? It was destined all along. It was destined. Do you feel a sense of pride in this, that you did your mission? I felt a sense of warmth in my heart. In your heart. A protection of protecting one of your children. Mm -hmm. So you feel as if these are your children? The feeling is, but it's different to look at her and think of her as one of my children. It is a uh, similar, but there is a difference. Mm -hmm. Similar, but different. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Have there ever been people that you have not helped, but chose to help? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Very good. So if you need to help someone, it's, it's easy, it's not a difficult mission. It will only be something that I will be a fit for. It will only be something that you will be fit for. That mm -hmm. I will be a fit for. It will work together perfectly. You will always know who you are looking for, what is happening, and what you need to do. Mm -hmm. There are no instructions, it is just a like a download of information you receive like and then appear. Of information and then you appear. Can anyone call on you whenever they need help or is there a certain situation? No. The situation must be specific and we must be a match for each other. We must be a match for each other. Mm -hmm. Helping one out of the need to help may not truly be helping. Mm -hmm. And many things can go very wrong very quickly. What do you mean by that? There has to be a match between the rescuer and the rescuee, a predestined match that this is the path that will unfold, mm -hmm. that is best for all involved and in the continuation of all that we see. If it is not, then that needs to end, mm -hmm. and we should not prolong it. Very good. So look around and tell me what else is important about this scene. The bridges keep pulling me back. Let's go over to the bridges and tell me more about that. Standing 
in the middle of the bridge and it is terrifying it is terrifying tell me more the fall is so far and there is nothing but black water beneath nothing but black water beneath so you feel frightened by this I came to throw myself off the bridge you came to throw yourself off what kind of thoughts were going through your mind why did you want to throw yourself off the bridge I had had enough and had decided I did not want to finish that life. You had enough and decided you didn't want to finish that life. Mm -hmm. Look down at your feet and tell me what you were wearing on your feet. I have narrow white feet of a woman. My toenails are painted mm -hmm. a pinkish color. Mm -hmm. They're chipped. They're chipped. Very thin and slender. Very thin and slender. Very upset. Very upset. You get a sense of why you're so upset. I believe there are many different things that have added up, one of them being the loss of someone very close to me. So you lost someone very close to you. And a feeling of abandonment that went along with it. So you feel abandoned. Isolation. Isolated. Mm -hmm. Mental illness was what I was told what the problem was but I'd never agreed mm -hmm. so people I told you it was mental illness but it really wasn't oh my god tell me what you're experiencing I tried to open myself up mm -hmm. to my true self and begin this process of self-discovery mm -hmm. and it moved very quickly and I I was committed people thought I was crazy for saying the things I was saying what type of things did you say that they thought were crazy oh. the things involving that we are born over and over and we constantly relive and explaining what I knew and what I carried with me mm -hmm. and what I dreamed of and they just classify you as crazy so they just locked you up how did that make you feel? Like there was nothing left I could trust in this world. So you lost trust in the world? This 
Did you lose trust in people as well? The isolation of it all led to that. So they isolated you. I ran one day. You ran? I was able to leave. How did you escape? I don't think I had to escape. You just left. I think I was able to just leave. Mm -hmm. Either unnoticed or they no longer had patience and time for me. Mm -hmm. And assumed I was no threat to myself or others. They did horrible things to me. What did they do to you? They electrocuted me over and over again. They electrocuted you? And my brain, right up here, it hurts so much right now. Mm -hmm. I think they, the bottom, I think they took a piece of my brain out. You can look at this as an observer and not feel any pain. You don't need to feel any pain at all. So they took a piece of your brain out? They did. So I wouldn't think these things. Did that make a difference? It just always gave me headaches. It just gave you headaches after that. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I was ever the same. You don't think you were ever the same after that? No, I lost my connection. I built a connection to myself. I had found the information and I had started on my own figuring out what this world really is and I got very far and they took it from me. And they took it from you? They shocked it out of me and then cut it out of me. Can you regain that connection right now? Bring it back and imagine putting that piece of your brain back into your head. It does feel better. Mm -hmm. So after they did that to you, what happened next? I knew I could never go back. And there was no way for me to go forward. There was no way for you to go forward. I threw myself off the bridge. Mm-hmm. But I don't make it to the bottom. They pull me out before I hit. Who pulls you out? The life force. Life the force. Them. Them. Mm -hmm. They remove me before I hit the water. But the feeling of falling stays with me. The feeling of falling stays with you. Always. Mm -hmm. The drop. The drop. It stays with you. The sudden drop. What kind of problems does that create in Jen's life? A f fear of encountering what is truly going on inside of me. Mm -hmm. A fear of progressing into it. A fear of progressing into fear it. Fear of learning and having it taken away. Mm -hmm. That was truly the worst. Does she need this fear any longer? No. No. Can she release it right now? Yes. But there is hesitation. Mm-hmm. What is the hesitation from? They still 
are not ready to allow this knowledge to be shared mainstream and accepted mainstream. Who's not ready for that? The societies that we congregate mm-hmm. in and around. Mm-hmm. They, they are very quick to classify you as crazy mm-hmm. in this arena. And while they do not shock and cut the memories away from you anymore, there's still a large stigma that goes with it. Mm -hmm. And there is a fear of encountering this again. Mm -hmm. There's a fear of encountering it again. So, is there anything else interesting about this scene? Or can we move to where she finds where you find first find a connection and see how that was started do you want to move there yes okay so let's close that scene and let's move back in time in that same lifetime to where you formed that connection within yourself and be there now what you become aware of it is still New York City. Still New York City. It seems as if it's in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. Maybe late 50s. Because there are babies in prams. Babies in prams. All around. Mm-hmm. And I'm being taken for a walk by my mother in my pram. My stroller. And she's showing me off. She's done my hair up in blonde little curls Mm -hmm. and has dressed me very adorably. Mm -hmm. She's dressed you adorably. But she, she is using me to get attention for herself. So you can feel this? Yes. How does that make you feel? more insignificant. You feel insignificant. Even as a very little child, I feel it, and I can say it. Mm-hmm. How old do you feel there? Eight months old? Ten Eight months, months old? old. Mm-hmm. And so you feel insignificant? I think she is a single mother. Mm-hmm. And I do not have a father around Mm. yet. I think that is what she's doing. I think she is showing off and searching for someone new to take care of us. Mm -hmm. Does that work? Does she meet anyone by showing you off? She does. And the man she does bring home is not a very good man. Tell me more. Jimmy. Jimmy is his name? Jimmy is his name. Mm -hmm. And he's not very nice. Jimmy meets us when I am three or four. And Jimmy, at first, is very nice. And then he begins to show his true colors. Mm-hmm. But by then it's too late and she's married to him and he beats her 
He beats constantly. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Do you see this? I don't try to get involved. Mm-hmm. You don't try to get involved. They instigate each other. They do. They really do. She is not an innocent bystander. But she doesn't deserve the beatings she gets. She doesn't. I have learned to hide until it's over. You learn to hide? Where do you hide? In the closet. You hide in the closet? And I stay very still, almost not even breathing. Mm-hmm. Because then he'll think I'm not home, or I'm playing at a friend's house, does or he, sleeping. Does he ever do anything to you? As I get older, he does. Not when I'm younger. What does he do? As I get older, I start to speak out for myself mm-hmm. and for her. On days when it just looks like he's going to kill her. Sometimes it looks like he's going to kill her. And you speak out? I do. I try to explain to him that it's not worth it. She'll go to jail. What does he say? He just starts slapping me. He Reminds you. me I did better when I minded my own business. So then you learn to mind your own business or do you can keep speaking out? I leave as soon as I'm able to. And I go to live with friends. You live with friends. Family fr- friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it is another mother of someone I know and she has many children and she lets me stay there as long as I want to. I only have to check in at my other home every now and then. Mm-hmm. But I she gives me, she gives me the strength to get through it and shows me that not everyone has to end up and act that way. She shows you and gives she, you strength. She saw what I was going through and she related. And in a way she tries to save me. She tries to save you? She's very forward-thinking. She is. Very forward-thinking. What kind of thinking does she... She introduces me, though, to her friend who has made her very Mm forward-thinking. And this friend takes to me very well. I think her name is Julie. Julie. Mm -hmm. And Julie is the one who begins to help me understand the process of self-discovery of all of who I am and how I'm so much more than the circumstances around me. Tell me more about what you discovered. She helps me discover some experiences I had had before this life. Mm -hmm. How do you go about doing that? She is able to put me into a trance Mm -hmm. with a candle And I have to stare at the candle while she says certain things. And all of a sudden, things will appear in my mind. Mm -hmm. And she guides me through them. She guides you through them. Mm -hmm. And I see, I see what has happened and that this is not my first time on this earth nor my last. 
Is there anything interesting that you see that stands out to you? Yes. I was a very powerful head of an ancient group of people in the South Pacific. In the South Pacific? I keep seeing this orange glowing ball appearing before my eyes right now as mm -hmm. I talk about it. Tell me more. Or maybe that's just the flame. She helped me remember what happened to me and my child. And your child? What happened to your child? Everybody drowned. Everyone drowned? I had one daughter. Hmm? I came from a matriarch culture mm -hmm. where the women are not born of men. There is a process of fertilization that is done, of artificial insemination. Mm -hmm. But the women are never touched directly by the men. And why is this? It is the tradition. It is how you continue the line mm -hmm. of our people. So that's how you continue the line of your people? Mm -hmm. This was my child, my only child. And she would inherit everything. Mm -hmm. And then I encountered another race of people Mm -hmm. who came seeking the powers that we held. What type of powers did you hold? We held very ancient powers that had been handed off from generation to generation from an earliest civilization of people who came to colonize this planet. Mm -hmm. So people that came to colonize this planet? Yes. What type of people? These were people from elsewhere. From elsewhere, from a different planet? Yes. Planet. Mm -hmm. And we had passed down these traditions. We were hundreds of thousands, if not millions strong in numbers. We had everything. You had everything. It was the most beautiful existence. We had a very fair society. People progressed. It was a constant state of enlightenment in our own beautiful world. Mm -hmm. And what type of powers did you possess? Was that the power? I was able to manipulate the energies of crystals in order to communicate with our ancient ancestors. And how did you do that? In our cave, we have a altar that mm -hmm. had been built many, many years before. Years are not the right words. Eons before. Mm -hmm. And in them are different ranging color, ranging sizes of red crystals. Mm -hmm. And after meditating and placing your hands on them, you could channel this energy and you could see things that oh. had happened and you could see things that could happen, but they never warned me. 
There was never a warning. Who never warned you? The crystals did not tell me. I felt misled. You felt misled. So the crystals will communicate with you? Perhaps it was the manipulation of those wanting the crystals. I don't know for sure just yet. Mm-hmm. But they killed all of my people, every one of them. They were all floating face down in the water. They were able to create a massive explosion in the water, several. They destroyed our civilization and took me. They took you because you were the leader? And when I tried to explain this to other people, nobody believed me. So when, after Julie helped you with the candle, you tried to tell other people about this experience? I thought maybe if this was something that came out of me and I had no idea, then maybe there was more to the story Mm -hmm. behind other people. all phony. They were phony? They didn't. They pretended to be interested and then worked to have me committed. So people plotted against you to have you committed. I was just looking to fill in the puzzle pieces. Mm-hmm. I was really breaking through and they took it from me. And they took it from you? They took it from me. And what were you working on when they took it from you? I needed to know why I had been saved and everyone else around me had died. Did you find out? I believe I was a prisoner. You were a prisoner too? By the people who did this massacre. In the South Pacific? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you were a prisoner? For a majority of my life, Mm -hmm. I can see myself as an old woman with gray hair, still in the house they kept me in. What did this house look like? Could you describe it for me? It was a home. It was more of an apartment style and a high-rise building that had maximum security. Mm -hmm. There was no way out. And... It was a little rudimentary on the inside, very Mm -hmm. basic, nothing too extravagant. Anything interesting that you see that stands out to you? Outside the window, I sit by the window and watch them. Mm -hmm. And they do have vehicles that can float in the air. They float in the air? They do. Mm -hmm. Do they go fast? They go very fast. Mm-hmm. Is this surprising to you? No, I remember being here. Mm-hmm. It's a very dreary and depressing place, and it's something I don't like having to relive all the time. Something you don't have like having to relive all the time? Mm-hmm. So you had to stay there for the rest of your life? Yes. Mm-hmm. They took me out on a few occasions. What did they do with you when they took you out? They tried to extract the information from me, Mm -hmm. from my mind. They wanted to know how to manipulate the energy to contact the others. Mm 
So they wanted to contact a different planet? They believed that they were destined to make this contact mm -hmm. and to receive more knowledge on how to further their technology and their domination. And they believed I was the only being left that would possess this information. And if they killed me, it was gone. Mm -hmm. So they just thought they'd outweigh me. They thought they would outweigh you. Yes, they thought I would break. Did you ever break? Did they ever learn? I believe I was there for almost 60 years. 60 years. A prisoner. As a prisoner. I wanted to die, but I could not. You couldn't. I, there was no one else to give the information to, and if I gave it to them, it would be a devastation for the world. Mm -hmm. I needed to leave it somewhere. It couldn't die with me. It couldn't die with you. And it was the only reason I couldn't die. I wanted to. I wanted to be with my child. I wanted her back. Mm -hmm. But they killed everyone with an explosion in the water. It was a tidal wave. Mm -hmm. It was an atomic type device that they set off in strategic places, in rifts, under the ocean. They do have devices that operated like submarines. Mm -hmm. And they placed them, acting as they were our friends. And then the wave came. Tell me about this wave. Did they take you off first? No. At first, I was with many others on the beach, mm -hmm. looking at where the water had gone. We couldn't understand where the water was pulling out from. And fish were flopping. And everyone was just standing around looking, wondering. And then I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I and saw I the, wave, the wave. And it was massive. It was the size of... It's just... You've never seen anything so big in your life. Mm -hmm. And there was a rock cliff in front of me. And I begin to climb as fast as I can climb while everyone just stands there frozen. What about your daughter? She's not on the beach. She's back at the palace. Mm -hmm. And what happened next? I make it to the top. Mm -hmm. I am still running and running and running. Mm -hmm. They want to keep me alive. They want me to see their power and how they could destroy everything mm -hmm. as they told me they would if I didn't do what they wanted. But I would not believe them. I believed our numbers were greater mm -hmm. and we would win. I had no idea. How My child was swept into something and the back of her head was impaled onto a something sharp and that's how I found her face down in the water with something lodged into the base of her skull 
So you found her. When did you find her? That was the first place I ran. Mm -hmm. I knew where she was. Mm -hmm. So what happened after you found her? I don't know why mm -hmm. I was able to outrun it and nobody else. I feel like they almost put me in like a a bubble or something, something that made me witness it, mm -hmm. but not really even get my feet wet. Mm -hmm. So they, they did that so that you would witness it, and then did they take you? They did. Mm -hmm. How did you feel? I could see as they took me away hundreds of thousands of bodies and debris all in the water there's nothing recognizable left mm -hmm. and in just a minute it was all gone everything was destroyed what kind of thoughts were go are going through your mind? grief, grief. overwhelming grief mm -hmm. screaming grief mm -hmm. pouring out of you it's not a very good feeling. Yes. Where did they take you? They take me back to their... their island. Their island? They have an island, and it's very sophisticated and very advanced. Mm -hmm. Tell me more about that. They are tall people. They are very pale. I think they are very ugly. Mm -hmm. They're very shrewd. Many of them have very light silvery hair. Mm -hmm. There is a... There is a very negative competitive nature on this island. A negative competitive nature? People are not very friendly. They are not very helpful towards each other. Mm -hmm. They are very competitive. Mm -hmm. They're just not very happy people. They're not very happy. Mm -hmm. No. It's a horrible place. It's a horrible place. For me. I was very open and free and lived amongst beautiful nature. Mm -hmm. And this is the complete opposite. It's very gray and slate and metal and concrete. Mm -hmm. And you can't really see the sun. You can't. Not every day. Why is that? There is a fog that comes through. Is that from their technology? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you said they were very advanced. What other types of inventions that they have that you can see? They had cooking apparatus that would allow you to cook things very quickly. Mm -hmm. There was a type of energy they used to focus on the food and you could cook it very quickly. Mm -hmm. The medical technology was truly astounding. What type of medical technology could they heal themselves? They could perform full surgeries. They could manipulate organs and regrow them. How did they do that? They understood the usage and practicality of stem cell research. Mm -hmm. 
and other types of medical practice that we are still not utilizing at this point in history. So they were using stem cell research? That was one of the bigger reasons they were able to get into the cloning of organs. The cloning of organs. Mm -hmm. So to prolong the life of the individual. Mm -hmm. They wanted to live forever. They wanted to live forever. Mm -hmm. So would you consider them scientists then? That would be the nicest way to describe them. What about, were they spiritual in any way? No. Mm -hmm. It was a different type of spirituality though. I can't say no completely, but it was it's not what I would consider spiritual. There was a deep, deep obsession with the unexplainable phenomena associated with certain crystals. Mm -hmm. They could not remember how to communicate with their ancestors. And with their ancestors, you mean people from a different planet? The people who seeded them here on this planet, the originating planet. And who was that? They came from... They came from another planet that had already completed its evolutionary point. And when those people came to colonize, the need and the lack of it was so great that it drove them to become these very cold, calculating people. But you had the knowledge. You knew how to communicate with your ancestors as well, with crystals? I believe now we thought it was our ancestors and the dead who had departed. Mm -hmm. But I was definitely able to channel into another realm. Perhaps even communicate through a wormhole to those who we had originated from. But you were mistaken as far as what you believed at the time? You thought you were communicating with someone else? Our dead ancestors, those oh. who had come before us, the women who had ruled our tribes before. But really you were communicating with the people who seeded you? Mm -hmm. Or even those before? Or those before. There was a direct channel to another planet or realm there. Mm -hmm. And that was truly what we were tapping into, but we were not aware. Mm -hmm. Talking to the dead is what they used to call it. Who used to call it that? My grandmother. Your grandmother. I will mm -hmm. talk to the dead today. Is she the one that taught you how to do everything? She taught me many things while my mother was in power. Mm -hmm. My mother taught me many things. They were very nurturing, beautiful women, mm -hmm. powerful. What was the most important lesson, do you feel, that she taught you? 
It's the way to treat people mm-hmm. and how to relate to them. Tell me more about that. A good ruler cannot hold themselves above their people and expect their people to obey and worship just because they are standing above. It is something you must earn and something you must embody, Mm -hmm. something you must create within yourself that makes people relatable to you Mm -hmm. and allows them to open their hearts to you being their leader. They want to be led. They just want to know that this is the right direction to be led. Were you able to do that? I was. So with all this knowledge, when they took you to this other island, did you end up dying with it or did you pass it somehow to someone else? I did. You passed it on? I did something very tricky. What did you do? I had a young girl Mm -hmm. in the later years of my life who was sent to take care of me, Mm -hmm. to help me, to cook for me, 14, maybe 15 years old. She was from a very lower class family not as well respected. Mm -hmm. She had no desire to gain the respect of those around her. She saw it differently. She saw it with clear eyes what her society was. Mm -hmm. And we developed a very deep friendship. And I bestowed on her everything I could. How did you do that? There is a transfer of energy that you can do. Mm -hmm. And within this, I gave her my memories Mm -hmm. and the path to connecting with the crystals back to that realm. So the path to connect. I gave her my blood. I remember my blood. I had to give her my blood Mm -hmm. in something. What did she do with your blood? She wore it around her neck Mm -hmm. and left. I made her leave. I sent her away on a mission and told her not to come back for any reason and to go as far as you could. Now that it had been transferred, I was ready to complete the rest of my mission. And what was your mission? I was going to blow the entire civilization up. You were going to blow the civilization up? How? I told the leaders I was ready to die. Mm -hmm. And I was ready to pass on the information. Mm -hmm. So I simply gave them the wrong information. And within it, their crystals misfired and caused the most beautiful explosion. It caused an explosion? It blew the entire civilization off the map. Where did this civilization go? It just blew up into thin air? Blew into the sea and shook and burned. Mm -hmm. And they let me watch it from above 
Oh, so you watched it from above. I was dead, but I watched it from above. How did you feel? Self-righteous. Mm -hmm. I felt complete. I felt good. What do you mean the crystals misfired? That you had them... The technology they had sought from me was bomb-making technology in order to control other civilizations mm -hmm. that they knew of from their explorations and to control their resources. Mm -hmm. To threaten one with these bombs would mean immediate surrender. Mm -hmm. I simply gave them the calculations for something that would not misfire on someone else but would explode before they ever had a chance to use it. Mm. Okay. And so they were able to blow themselves up. Part I died as the explosion happened, the initial one. Mm -hmm. It does begin there. It does begin there. And... Tell me more. It does... She, I know she is gone, and she has taken it north. She's taken the information very far north. Mm -hmm. I told her to go until she saw snow. Mm -hmm. And when she saw snow, she would be safe. Mm -hmm. So I, she took this information to a different continent? To what you would call Northern Europe Northern. now. Mm -hmm. And it stayed there, was circulated amount, around many people. Mm -hmm. And what happened next with this girl? She passed the information down to her children. Mm -hmm. And the legends of Norse gods stem from this. The Norse gods' legends stem from this. Mm -hmm. Was it infiltrated into society at all? Or did it get lost? It eventually got lost. Mm -hmm. And I'm one of those left that still has the memory. Mm -hmm. So when Julie was pulling this memory from this candle, mm -hmm. how did it make you feel? It made me understand a lot better. The feelings and the dreams and the loneliness and the isolation mm -hmm. I felt in that life too. So you had carried the same experiences in that life? Heavily. Mm -hmm. Why? Why is that? Was it because you had the memory or was it something? Once the memory was found, it felt better. It felt lighter. It mm -hmm. felt safer. Mm -hmm. But it helped me understand why I had felt like I was hiding my whole life up until then, or had to hide. Mm -hmm. Felt like I was always in hiding, running away from. So this. you were afraid because you didn't want the same experience? Yes. Mm -hmm. When you reconnected with that memory, were there certain abilities that you had with this new memory? Could you call upon this ability within you? Things started to get a little weird at that point. 
Tell me more. I started just seeing things clearly for what they really were. Mm-hmm. The, the, the facades around me, the society that I was living in, it just was breaking away every day. And I felt that I needed to communicate this to other people, that they were just in their own way enslaved to this concept of everyday life around us. Mm-hmm. And if there was something more there for me that was causing this pain, there was something there for others as well, and they needed to encounter what it was. Mm-hmm. And did you go about sharing this knowledge? before you were committed? I did. Mm -hmm. I tried to explain it to many people, but most people do not want their worlds disrupted. Did anybody listen to you? Did you change some people's lives? Possibly. Mm -hmm. I didn't see the lasting effects of that. You didn't? I just... I felt the... You felt what? The sting of being labeled crazy, mm-hmm. which makes you want to hide again. Mm-hmm. So people told you you were crazy, mm-hmm. and then was it right after that you were committed? I think there was a couple of years where I really did try to uncover and to go further into it, mm-hmm. maybe a year or two. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I was very old when I threw myself off the bridge. How old does the body feel when you do that? I don't even think I was in my 30s yet. Mm-hmm. Like my late 20s. Well, it makes sense because you didn't want to go through another lifetime of captivity, isolation. That type of control, once there again. are very big repercussions for when you decide to end your preconceived existence. Tell me more about that. So you were faced with repercussions after this? Suicide is a demerit. And who's holding the points? There is a massive system, a universal system of what it looks like in my mind is taking a rock and putting it in a tumbler mm-hmm. and the tumbler exper- creating this experience of tumultuousness for the rock but when it comes out it is a beautiful polished stone of much more use and advancement Mm -hmm. and when you stop the process it causes things to go a little haywire what were you supposed to do instead of committing suicide I needed to spread this information to people Mm -hmm. and I took the easy way Mm Did you find this out right after you left the body? Yes. Mm -hmm. You find it out almost before you leave the body. You feel it. You feel the 
regret right before they snatch you out of it. No, you feel the regret before they snatch you. You recognize it just at that last split second, and then they pull you out of that body. Mm-hmm. So as you're leaving your body, tell me everything that you become aware of. It feels like someone with a big hand grabbed me. Mm-hmm. But instead of grabbing all of me, they only grabbed part of me. Mm-hmm. So part of you still falls and you know, but there's still something like grasping you and dangling you and pulling you upwards. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of just float there. You just float there. And it's almost as if it's like a download immediately. Mm -hmm. You start processing what's just happened Mm -hmm. and everything that's led up to it. And you start to realize that you may have just made yourself have to do this all over again. So did you decide after that to do this all over again? It was always going to happen. Mm -hmm. If you fail to complete something you have agreed you wanted to complete, you will continue to redo it until you have completed it. Mm -hmm. So did you decide to complete this in Jen's lifetime or a different lifetime? This is the next one. Mm-hmm. So what kind of problems does Jen have from having having to repeat this over again? There was never the relief of that feeling of isolation. Mm-hmm. Now it was created as a permanence in many ways to remind that this is not the path to take. What's not the path to take? Suicide. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. The path must be to encounter who you are uncover what you have been hiding for hundreds of thousands of years and to share it and to allow the evolution of this planet to continue with this information. So is this what Jen has decided for her life? It has always been her path. Mm-hmm. It has always been her path. So, before we contact the subconscious, let's close that scene. These lifetimes, for her to, sh- to see, why did you pick these lifetimes and what are you trying to tell her? She needs to understand there is a larger contract that has been created through many of her lives that still must be fulfilled. And what is this contract? She must embrace this new way of being. It is the only way to go full circle Mm -hmm. to once what we were, to were to what we once were 
and to understand who we truly are is to dive into this and to embrace it and to not fear the ostracization that comes along with it. So she has to really dive into this? And by this, do you mean the knowledge that she holds within herself? Yes. Mm -hmm. And that is that her purpose that she created for this lifetime? Yes. So what is she supposed to do then? Tell people about it? She must find a way to explain this to people in a way that is comfortable for her. Mm-hmm. That brings her strength instead. Repercussion. And labeling of crazy. Mm -hmm. She must find it within herself and make it as a good leader relatable to those who would like to follow in the same direction. Mm -hmm. And how should she best go about doing this? Through her writing. Through her writing. She says she wants to write a book. Should she write about this? She should write many books. She should write many books. Many. Mm -hmm. Does she have someone helping her with this? There is more than one entity helping her with this. There are so many that it may be overwhelming at times. So there are a lot. Many. Mm -hmm. And much experience through many lifetimes that are all combined to bring this further. So many experiences are combined to bring this further? Yes. So how should she start writing? Is, is there a best, the, a best way for her to start this process? There needs to be an opening of a channel that is blocked. She's only able to get drips and drabs of information through it. But if the channel is opened and cleared out, the information will come very steadily and readily. Well, can you unblock this channel right now? It will take some work. It had been blocked for reasons. Oh, what, what are the reasons? She felt that this opening was what caused her destruction. Mm -hmm. and has put a very tight block on it so she would not be condemned in this life. Mm -hmm. But does she need this block in this life? No. Mm -hmm. She knows that too. She does. It is there out of habit. But she needs it to be unblocked in order to write, so can you unblock it? Yes. What kind of benefits will this will allow the information to flow freely from our side to her side. Mm -hmm. And it will allow her to understand the bigger picture of how the story must be placed. Mm -hmm. Is it unblocked now? Not yet. Not yet. What needs to happen? I still feel it in there. She feels it in there? Yes. Where is it located? feel it here. Mm -hmm. Is that from where her brain was taken out? Yes. Is that what's blocking her? That fear? Yes. Mm -hmm. So 
So does she need this anymore now that she knows where it comes from? It is more a fear that once the information comes, it will be taken away from her. Mm-hmm. Is she supposed to have this fear? Is this benefiting her in any way? It's not benefiting, but it is lingering. It is lingering. From a very traumatic experience, but it is not beneficial. No. No. So can you remove it? I can try to right now. Okay. What are you using to remove it? We will picture a seashell Mm -hmm. that is more of a snail shell Mm -hmm. so it will have the rounded circular spiral design on the shell Mm -hmm. and you must picture that and try to pull everything out of that shell with your breath to unblock. Very good. Is it coming out? A little bit Mm -hmm. is coming out. It feels a little less pressure. Mm -hmm. Let me know when you get all of it out. removed a majority of it. Very good. Can you start a body scan on her? Tell me how her body's doing as you keep removing that block. There's still much tension in the brain. There's a lot of tension in the brain. Tell me why. Feels like it is being pulled in two different directions. Mm -hmm. Fear and want are battling each other. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. There is an unsettling in the stomach. In, In the stomach. From what? Feels a bit queasy. From the pregnancy? Yes. Can you help her so that she doesn't feel this queasiness anymore? Yes. She doesn't need to feel queasy, does she? No. Can you settle her stomach completely? Yes. Mm -hmm. And as you keep working on her, the tension in her brain, tell me how the rest of the body looks. Her hormones are very askew. There needs to be a rebalancing. Can you rebalance them? We will have to do it carefully. Okay. For there are benefits to them being out of whack. There are benefits. At the moment. We'll do whatever is best for her. 
there is a deep gnawing in my stomach of of deep deep hunger mm -hmm. tell me where that hunger comes from it is overwhelming sometimes mm -hmm. where is it coming from right in the pit of my stomach mm -hmm. and it feels like it is like it is dying like it must eat it must have nutrients mm -hmm. it must have something to suck from it must have something to suck from it does it feels like there's something in there mm -hmm. that's just pulling where did pulling. it come from Ooh. Ooh. there's Where does this hunger come from? This was my first trip to this planet. I was very hungry. You were very hungry. I never knew hunger mm -hmm. before I came here. Mm -hmm. And it was a terrifying experience to experience hunger for the first time. For so long. So you were very hungry, but you had never experienced it before. Where we came from, there was no need to eat. So there was no need to eat from where you came from? I didn't truly understand the concept of eating mm -hmm. when I first arrived here. Did you arrive from somewhere else and then all of a sudden experience hunger? Yes. Mm -hmm. I came here with several other crew members mm -hmm. to scout the perfect location for our new colony. Mm -hmm. We were not very lucky. Why uh, is that? We crash landed into a quarry. Into a quarry. And lost our ship and some of our crew members mm -hmm. and they it was so cold and it was wet and it was cold and we had nothing and then suddenly experienced hunger and loneliness mm -hmm. it was like being born but horrible but horrible because all of a sudden you were experiencing loneliness, hunger, and all, cold, and all of these qualities that would become human qualities. Mm -hmm. It was deep, very deep. It was deep. This hunger is very deep. So now that Jen knows where it comes from, can she release this hunger now? Does she need the memory of this any longer? It has been with her as long as she's been here, and it is very deeply embedded. So it has been with her as long as she has been alive on different, for different lifetimes? In some lives, it has made her very thin, mm -hmm. and in some lives, it has made her very big. But is there something that she's gaining from having this memory? It was the origins of what we went through 
-hmm. to create what is around us mm -hmm. and it was a very powerful experience it was a very powerful experience but does she need to remember this in that way with hunger can you get rid of this hunger now I believe it has been attempted many times mm -hmm. and it still finds its way back mm -hmm. why is that? what is it trying to do? It does it need to communicate something? to remind her of where she came from can she just create a mental picture or a symbol that she can use instead of this hunger that is a good idea can you create one right now so she can remember exactly where she came from there is a star that has many sides to it mm -hmm. eight sides to it eight, eight sides eight I mm -hmm. believe mm -hmm. that is a symbol from her planet that is the symbol from her planet? A, a symbol that she will recognize. Mm -hmm. Can she use this symbol instead? Eight. Yes. Eight. It looks like a cross with small lines jutting out from where the center point of the cross is. Like an X within a cross. Can you put everything she needs to remember in this symbol? We can package this for her if it will create a new understanding of what she is capable of doing. Thank you. Can you remove the hunger now then? The hunger can be replaced with the symbol. The symbol is very important to her. Mm -hmm. It's very important to her. It is the way home. It is the way home. So she looks at the symbol. Can she remember what it is that she came here to do? Yes. What else can, can she do if she looks at the symbol? Can it help her write? We can look at it mm -hmm. and recognize the original plan mm -hmm. of the colonization and the reason why we came to this planet. Mm -hmm. That is the most serving it will be for her. Wonderful. She will be here until the end. She will be here until the end. She began it, and she will end it. She began it, and she will end it. And if it will help to see, instead of to feel that mm -hmm. experience, then we will give it a whirl. So can you remove the hunger then? Yes. Wonderful. Tell me how you're doing this. The muscles are relaxing around the stomach. And the feeling is stuck in the cells of the stomach lining. It has become a part of the DNA. If we can focus, you can manipulate it. 
and change it and reprogram it. Wonderful. Can you do that right now? Yes. Very good. So, what will she notice now? Will she still have this hunger or will it be completely gone? After she is done providing nutrients for this child, mm -hmm. her relationship to the hunger will not be the same. Okay. Well, what do you mean it will still, after this? There will still be a feeling of hunger, but it will not be the same one, okay. and it should not be confused. Oh, okay. Will she know the difference? There will be a different feeling of hunger that will be a desire of nutrients okay. for the child, but Very there good. is no longer a deep fear rumbling within this hunger of memory inside of her. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Um, she has some questions. Can I ask you as you continue to work on her? Yes. Um, okay. Um, she had a question about being abducted. Can you tell her a little bit about that or about yes. visiting with extraterrestrials? She said she has memories from when she was a child. She was a creation. Mm -hmm. of a hybridization program. Mm -hmm. Her memories are of her being taken back to the place where she was conceptualized mm -hmm. for testing mm -hmm. to ensure that everything is running as it should be. They are merely checking on her mm -hmm. in a loving manner. In a loving manner. It okay. is nothing invasive. Mm -hmm. It is nothing to be scared of. They are there because we agreed mm -hmm. to be there. Is she holding on to any fear surrounding this? There is a fear that they will take her and not bring her back. Is this possible? Would that ever happen? There have been a couple of instances where they kept her longer than she wanted to be kept. Mm -hmm. Tell me more about that. There is no time difference here when it happens, but when they pull her onto the ship, she could be gone for weeks at a time and no one will notice. How did they do that? There is a different perception of time mm -hmm. on this planet than when you pull itself out of the orbit. Mm -hmm. And if you can find the right caveat in space to rest your ship, you will find that you are in a no time zone and you can do what you need to do without time passing elsewhere. And that's where they keep the ship when they pick her up and do their testing. Okay. There are many instances in her life where she can remember little bits and pieces, though she was not supposed to remember. She was not supposed to. She has tried very hard to remember mm -hmm. and grasped at these straws to understand what it is. Can you tell her right now what she needs to understand? She is part of a hybrid program. Tell me more about that. She has been given two 
her family. She has their DNA, but she also has the DNA of her original people, Mm -hmm. which was recessively kept within both her parents until their union. Mm -hmm. She is the only one in her family that embodies it Mm -hmm. and was part of a pilot program of children born in those years that would later encounter the technology that we have created and help to form it and create it and further our civilization. So this is to further the civil, your civilization? Mm-hmm. They were the first children to see a computer that had the internet mm-hmm. and to experience true global connectivity and they were designed for this. So Jen was designed for this? She's not alone, but yes. Mm -hmm. There are many. There are many? Many. Well, does Jen have any children? Yes. Hybrid children? Where are they? They are kept on the ship. They are more experiments Mm -hmm. than children, but they are loved. They are appreciated. They understand minutely what their purpose is. What is their purpose? We are trying to create the next wave for the next planet. Mm -hmm. We must begin seeding because we are halfway through this planet's lifetime expectancy. Halfway through this planet Earth? Yes. Mm -hmm. So it only has another half? We cannot begin to colonize the other planet until we had reached this evolutionary point. Things will go very quickly now that we have reached it Mm -hmm. and they will move fast. Tell me what you mean by that. The technology around us is only advancing Mm -hmm. and creating and growing and changing everything about our lives down to the very, very last detail. Mm -hmm. And so Jen is part of is seeding or helping to seed another planet? Yes. Has that already begun? Yes. They mm-hmm. have begun creating these hybrid children mm-hmm. that will continue the next civilization. It will be it will be a very different society. Tell me more about that. We have tried very hard in this world to fight a very common enemy and we have decided that that common enemy will not be allowed in the next existence. We would like to see how this would work if we did not experience fear and hatred of each other. So fear is the common enemy? We have decided it is no longer relevant. Well can't you just get rid of fear altogether? Not here. Why is that? It has been infected in this planet. Fear has infected this planet? How? It has been here since the first few of us came here. There is a planet that is nothing but fear. It is nothing but fear? That is what they are. They are just fear. That is how they developed and that is what they embody. Mm -hmm. And fear does not like to be left alone. 
-hmm. And while we seeded this planet, it snuck in. It snuck in. Mm -hmm. But it was not worth, it was not worth destroying and starting over. Mm -hmm. Well, couldn't you create a technology to get rid of fear since I'm sure you could do anything? No, because this is the experience we agreed on when we Um, realized mm -hmm. we either were to end the experiment or we would continue the experiment. Mm -hmm. And we decided to continue. What would you like human beings to do to... Begin. Um, Begin. Begin what? Understanding who they are. Mm -hmm. Who are they? And pulling down the facade of who they think they are. If humans all of a sudden started doing that, would they have a different outcome? Isn't there free will? There are many things associated with free will and how this would look and play out. But it is a necessary evolutionary step. Mm-hmm. And we are undoubtedly taking that step. Mm-hmm. It may take us longer, but it will definitely happen. The best thing to do is to start at a safe point in history and allow for this step to happen. Mm-hmm. We are at a safe point in history now. We have crossed a barrier. What barrier is that? Right around 15 years ago, possibly, right around 2000, Mm -hmm. there was a shift in consciousness, Mm -hmm. and it allowed for the people of this planet to start looking inwardly in a way where they would not feel judged and ostracized, and it allowed for more development into things that we have covered up for eons, that we have denied ourselves the privilege of knowing this true nature of where we came from and what we are, it is not as big of a mystery as we all have become to believe. It is truly there in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. And that is where we have found ourselves at a very safe point in history to begin mm-hmm. this process. So by process, you mean just technology? more. Technology is one of the bigger elements that allows for this to happen, but so much has to go wrong for this to go right, Mm -hmm. and we have finally hit that point. We have broken ourselves down as people and are truly beginning to look at what we are and the lives that we lead Mm -hmm. and seeing what is true and what is not and what is good for us and what is not. Mm -hmm. It is a scary process to begin but it is the only process. Well, don't humans have many different timelines? You can have as many as you'd like. Can one of the timelines be different than this timeline? If that's what you desire, of course, but... So if Jen creates her own reality, can she create a fantastic life where this technology doesn't take over I guess I'm a little confused. I can sense it. Let me re-explain. This is a good thing. And where we have come to at this point in history is a safe jumping point for us to dive into the unknown. Mm 
and to bring this to the masses, to explain to people in a relatable way that there's more than what you see. There's more than what you know. Mm -hmm. There's more than what you've been taught. Mm -hmm. Our technology allows for this transfer Mm -hmm. to happen. I see. And because we have evolved to this point, we are no longer looking to hunt each other down for sharing this information. Mm -hmm. So Jen can be free when she shares this information? Yes. Mm -hmm. And and that's part of her purpose? Yes. Mm -hmm. I see. It is there and there is more and it is definitely necessary to begin sharing it Mm -hmm. it is necessary what kind of um, benefits will come if she starts sharing this information there is a beautiful peace a peacefulness that will allow people to experience this planet like they have never experienced it before and just truly enjoy everything it has to offer and the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. There is more than enough on this planet for everyone to have all that they want. There is just not the viewpoint shared amongst people of that. And within all of it, we can find a utopia of sorts. Mm-hmm. So people can start finding a utopia then? Most people are very unhappy. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because they are not in true connection. Well, if Jen is in true connection, can she be very happy? That is the beginning of the happiness. Can it is a journey. Oh, so will she find more happiness as she finds true connection? It is a natural path, and it is a safe point to begin this. She was wondering, getting back to her questions, about having a healthy pregnancy. Can you tell her more about this? How could she have a healthy pregnancy? She is very hung up on her previous pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And is only using that as her source of relatability and is not familiar with a position of someone such as her being pregnant with a very positive outcome and needs Mm -hmm. to seek that out. So she needs to seek out a positive outcome? To raise her own vibration about this pregnancy, she must encounter a positive outcome that she can relate to. Mm. And so how should she start doing that? By visualization? Allow... For the experience to happen. Mm-hmm. Be open to it. Allow for this to come across your path and do not deny yourself the privilege of having what you want. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, she wanted to know what she could call her spirit guides or spirit guide. His name is Damon. Damon. Mm-hmm. they have had contact but not enough not enough it needs to be furthered will this contact be furthered now that the channel is opening more 
there has to be a route through meditation that will allow her to contact and as this strengthens and grows the meditation will no longer be necessary and she will be able to channel at will mm-hmm. Wonderful. this information mm-hmm. can you show her what she needs to do it has to be every day it has to be every day every day mm-hmm. she must bring it into her life every day it does not need to be all day. It does not need to be more than 20 minutes a day. But it has to be every day. Okay. And what type of meditation? Just being quiet? Or is there anything else you'd like to tell her about this? There are many sources of meditation. The best would be a guided source, a tape perhaps, mm-hmm. or a recorded file of something that has worked for others. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. are, these are in existence and can be found through the internet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. And so once she, she will start- not be served by quiet meditation. No. Her mind is too active. But so she needs to do a guided any guided meditation guided meditation mm-hmm. will lead her inward can you help her find the right one yes very good um so i think we went over this but how can she f- tap into the ideals to finish her book the opening of the doorway through the meditation will leave her in a very good place to receive ideas from the other side Mm-hmm. They will also place them in her path. Very good. Good. Um, so I think we went over this too, but the purpose of her hybrid children are to seed the new planet. They will begin the next, the next level, the next beginning. Mm-hmm. It is part of her blood pact that she will be given this Mm -hmm. that they will persevere very good Um, what is the best way for her to communicate with her children it is better that she does not communicate with them now tell me why they are still very little Mm -hmm. and she does spend time with them when we see her it is a very painful thing to leave Mm -hmm. your children Mm -hmm. and it is a defense mechanism that is programmed into her and it will not be removed yet it will not she cannot be left feeling like she is yearning for her children when she has children to attend to in this life Mm -hmm. it will be very confusing so how can she go about not yearning for them does she yearn for them now she visits them in her dreams that is one of the places they can take her Mm -hmm. but most of them are very little and they are not communicable Mm -hmm. there is one who is about 
between the ages of four and six. Mm -hmm. It is a little girl. Mm -hmm. And I have met her. Mm -hmm. She has met her. And we look at her as the first to be successfully created. But this does not negatively affect Jen in any way? No, this mm -hmm. was part of her contract. Does she feel any This yearning? is her reward. This is her reward. Okay, very good. Okay. But she visits them. <coughs> and she does have contact with them. Yes. But it is important for her not to have any yearning for them. Correct? It will only make this a very difficult process for her when it does not need to be. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to tell her about this at all? That her children are well taken care of and their fathers will never know of their existence. Who are their fathers? They are different men that she has met in her life. Mm -hmm. that have had similar abductions and they have had their bodies prodded mm -hmm. and their seed removed mm -hmm. as I've had my own taken mm -hmm. from me. <clears throat> Was this in their contract as well? Yes. Mm -hmm. What about Jen's father? Is her, does she have a different father? No. Her genetics were recessive from both parents. It was their union that allowed for this to happen. Oh, okay. It was hidden beneath both of them. Mm -hmm. I see. How is her body looking now? There is still great pain above the right eye. You can tell me what that is. Is that from the memory? There is great pressure and a throbbing. What is that from? It is still from the removal of the memories. Mm -hmm. The removal of the memories from the lobotomy? Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, that was a different lifetime. Does she need that in this lifetime for any reason? No. Can you release it now? How are you going about doing that? We are gently pulling the twisting pain mm -hmm. from the side of her head right now. Will she notice a difference when she wakes up? Yes. Will she notice any other differences? Will she notice that her hunger is gone? Yes. Is there anything else that she will notice? She will feel more stable. Mm -hmm. Her anxieties will subside. Mm -hmm. Very good. Is there anything else that I could have asked that you would like to tell her now? There is still great anxiety within her mm -hmm. resting about the birth of this child. Can you help her with that? Yes. Should she have this anxiety? Does she need it for any reason? It is 
the least serving of all energies. Okay. She must have it removed. It is a paralyzing anxiety. Well, let's remove it now. Can you remove it? Since she doesn't need this, since she's going to visualize. We can keep pulling and try to pull it all out. Okay, well, where is it located? Is it located somewhere? It is around the heart. Okay, so you would like her to pull it out? Yes. Okay, and tell me how you would like her to do that. Through breathing. Okay, very good. So does she feel it unhooking now from her heart? She is holding on, but wants to let go. Okay. Is there any reason for her to keep it, or any benefit having it there? No, no, and she knows that. It is just irrational. Mm -hmm. What kind of belief does she have? That she will die. So she feels that if she holds on to this, that it will help her stay alive? Yeah. Oh. Can you show her the truth? Yes. Mm-hmm. How does she feel as you show her this? It will be better. It will be better? It will be fine. It will be fine. Can she release this anxiety then? Yes. Okay, so are you pulling it out? From her heart area? Yes. Okay. It feels balanced again. Balanced? Mm-hmm. Is that how you would like her to be? Oh, it's... Tell me It's very you... difficult. Tell me what's coming up. There is just a lot of pain there. Mm-hmm. What is the pain from? It is from the last birth. Mm-hmm. And there is a deep-rooted anxiety that the pain will be there again. The deep pain. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Can you show her that she doesn't need this any longer? Yes. But she not picture it without it yet. Mm-hmm. Can you show her a picture of this pregnancy, of this birth, and how this birth and pregnancy is going to go? Smooth. Mm-hmm. Smooth. Scheduled and smooth. And smooth. Can you flood this picture into her mind? Yes. Mm-hmm. What happens as you show her this picture of a smooth pregnancy? Feels like a cooling sensation mm-hmm. within the body. Like so I've put an ice pack on it. Wonderful. So would it be beneficial for her to constantly think about this picture of a smooth and healthy pregnancy? She needs to make it clearer but cannot see it just yet, but is inclined to make that work. Does she have a guide helping her with this pregnancy? Because as 
she could see from her own experience as a guide. Guides really do, can help. So is there a guide that will help her with this pregnancy? If that's what was needed, that is what we will uncover mm -hmm. and unveil to her. You will help her? You will unveil one? We will send a different guide that will keep her in tip-top condition Wonderful. with its advice. Does this help her feel yep. less anxious? Yes. So, how does she feel now with this in her body? Is that anxiety gone? It has calmed. It is calmed. It is very calm. Mm -hmm. Can you get rid of it all together? The anxiety? Let's do it. Okay, very good. Tell me when it's gone. And as you're doing that, how does the rest of the body look? The rest of the body is looking very good. There is still a slight headache, mm -hmm. but that will go away. That will go away. It will go away. She needs to drink some water. She needs to drink some water. For it, it to go, go away. away. Okay. Very good. Is there anything else? And how's the anxiety? Is it gone? It's very calm. Very good. Will she notice it gone? Yes. You promise it's gone? I promise it's calm. You promise it's calm? She will need to work with her guide for that to go away. And is, what's her guide's name? Is it Damien? Damon. Damon. Okay. All right. Very good. Thank you very much. <laughs> How are you doing? You did a great job. Thank you. Do you remember all of it? Yeah. How long do you think you were in oh hypnosis for? Is that maybe an hour and a half? <laughs> Two hours? Two hours and 24 minutes. Two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. I was way off. Do you wow. remember anything? I do. Do you remember all of it? I, I remember a lot of it. I don't know if I remember all of it, but I now know yeah. where I was before this one. Yeah. That makes complete sense. Well, what do you feel about that? How do you feel? <laughs> it just makes so much sense right <laughs> now. I'm trying to... Trying to... Like, how did I not see that? How did I not know about that? How did I forget all of that? How did I... Isn't that the funny thing? Oh, my God. It just all makes sense now, doesn't it? It really does. It makes so much sense. It really does pull it all together. Mm -hmm. As to why and how I felt, I have to sit up a little bit. Oh, God. How do you feel? How's your body feel? Little, little lightheaded. Yeah, you're supposed to drink some water, your higher self was saying. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then your headache will go away. Do you have a little headache? Yeah, a little. I, I'm not, it should go right away, though. It's actually, it's Is not it even there right now. Oh, good. It's not. Okay. I'm a little, I'm a little stunned, to be honest. Tell me why. What, what I feel doing? just, um, like a lot of connections were just made, and, um, What's, it's, what's um, sticking out in your mind that's really <clears throat> kind of shocking to you? That I knew about my past lives in my past lives. And this has 
been a point that I've been at before and it had a very different outcome and I came and agreed to do this again and that that's what all of this is and I had always felt this deep connection to New York and because I grew up there in this right. life and mm -hmm. I knew I had been there for a very long time though I knew that I had had that there that there was something more there to it and I'd always had these weird dreams about bridges though I had no fear of them and I still don't and I couldn't understand why I would constantly dream of these bridges if I wasn't scared of bridges you know and have that kind of fear to it and the fear of my entire life of sharing any of this information with people, of telling people about the lights that I saw when I was younger, of the experiences of feeling like I had been abducted, of even just, even when I was younger, I, I swear, I felt, I, I think they used to like, when they would take me, they would like levitate me and I would remember that. And like, this was stuff that I never, ever, ever wanted to share with people because- You never shared it with anyone? No. Like, this was stuff that I really always kept to myself, even as a young kid, because I felt, I felt that devastation from the last time. That oh, I guess this all makes sense. It really does. As of why, to why you didn't share that. Of why I always, and I keep, I'm a very private person. Mm -hmm. I don't like to share anything with anybody, really, unless I really have to, and it's down to the bottom line. That's why. They cut my brain out. Right. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they lobotomized me yeah. for sharing what I thought was a huge breakthrough and right. the well, way we were supposed that. to progress as people. Yeah. yeah. Well, not only in that lifetime, but in the lifetime in the South Pacific as well. Yes. They kept you prisoner for... For years. Most of my life. In this little So that apartment. would explain why you aren't doing that in this lifetime or yeah. before but and why I have no desire to go to the <laughs> South Pacific no I'm joking <laughs> I um actually do I, I really do think I need to go do that one day too actually what civilization did you think that was it's not there anymore I don't think anyone really even has much record of it but it was huge and it was mm -hmm. strong it was at least a million people strong Wow. and it was in the middle of the South Pacific and it's gone and we were very dark reddish dark brown reddish people with very very curly hair mm -hmm. very curly hair and like aborigine looking or even darker darker and mm -hmm. there was a weird type of lizard like aspect to our bodies there mm -hmm. was something that we had evolved from from i guess our original planet mm -hmm. that was very similar to some of the structures i think of of like lizards there was something lizardy or snaky to oh, it i no, can't did it have did <clears throat> did you have like a snake face no i don't i wouldn't say it was like a, we, we did look very human in that aspect but i think there were they, there was something a little bit different about us maybe our i think it was something in the skin it keeps going back to the skin perhaps there was something very defensive in the skin oh, okay. or something that allowed us to blend into our surroundings and kind of mimic that that seems to be the right idea of what I'm getting yeah. and some type of shared ancestry in that area and um, there were a few who survived they and were where did they go they were just people on the outskirts of society that were that did make it and there are many cultures today that you see that have derived from that. Wow. 
and it's it was something that was very clear coming across but I couldn't get it out before that they didn't all die they didn't but they did forget they did forget where they came from complete they had to I think it was such a devastating thing do you feel like I mean your higher self said this was your purpose Mm -hmm. was to get this information out and through your writing if there were a million people who died at that point I'm sure there's a million people out there now that could relate to this yeah who may have had it somewhere in the back of their minds their whole lives that this was something they went through as well right people who may not even be open to this concept right now that could understand this and hear it or see it and say or read it Mm -hmm. and say no this was this was something I was at too this was a point for me and maybe a triggering point for us now maybe I mean, so much of the information that was coming through was really interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, what about that civilization where you were kept prisoner? Do you have any idea what that civilization was? They were a very far distance away. They were more in the Atlantic Ocean, Mm -hmm. around the Mediterranean region, close Mm -hmm. to Europe. And Did you think it was like Atlantis? Like, close to where you would think Easter Island is now, Mm -hmm. somewhere around there. And it was very big, very big and it's gone now and I think from what I understand about what we believe Atlantis to be and where it could have been yes but these were not very nice people mm-hmm. these were pretty mean pretty mean and ruthless and right. willing to do whatever so I guess the the whole allure of Atlantis is kind of <laughs> jaded a bit with me <laughs> right well I mean I've heard that Atlantis was destroyed with crystals. Mm, It was. And this civilization was destroyed with crystals. Nice work there, wasn't that? (laughs) Yes, nice nice going. I waited 60 years to blow that place up until it was gone, until the... There is this image of this crystal that always comes before me that is a big round red stone. Mm And it's multifaceted, like so on the outside there's many cuts, and then there's another line on the inside, and it's many cuts, and then again and again. So it's just so many different different like angles that when you turn it around, it's just like cut completely all around the top, little like just shavings, you know, like mm-hmm. it's cut all around it. So it's it almost looks a bit like a not really like a flower, but kind of like where you'd have all those different petals of like a marigold coming out. But it's did not shiny. It's a very deep red, like a blood red. Did it have its own consciousness? Do you still remember? I don't think it had its own consciousness. But you could communicate with it? But it was a holder. Oh. It, it contained... It contained where we came from. Oh. The story of that and the essence of that and everything that had happened before then it was like the last drop of it that we had what was interesting is that in so many lifetimes you tried to remember where you came from so you had the memory of hunger Mm -hmm. so deep within you in every lifetime sometimes it caused you to Mm -hmm. be very thin and sometimes it caused you to be heavier so Do you feel the absence of it now? I do, actually. How does it feel? It feels wonderful. Yeah. Kind of like how I felt probably before I came to this planet and didn't have to experience (laughs) hunger. What a beautiful thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure 
I'm sure that's where it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have a symbol. Do you remember the symbol? Yes. It's an eight-sided star and a longer cross like this or like this and then an X through it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about the anxiety? Do you notice that's gone? I don't feel any right now. <laughs> Good. I don't. Good. No. Well, I you're supposed to visualize a healthy pregnancy. Yes. And I think I'm going to be contacted soon by a guide that's yeah. going to help me through yeah. this definitely well it was interesting how you were a guide and you could see that you could do anything yeah you could yeah. you really can you see it all I know this baby will be born and it will be born very healthy and it mm -hmm. will be good yeah and it's it is a continuation yeah it has to happen yeah I just need to focus on that well, it's really interesting that you have children, <clears throat> you know, being seated to this other planet. But, I, I but you don't them. feel a longing. I mean, they're very loved. They're, they're very loved. It's all planned. They're well taken care of. This is their purpose. Mm -hmm. It would be selfish of me to take away their purpose from them. Yeah. It's all in there. The one that they allow me to see and communicate with just now, she... it. it they just look at you and they explain it all. It's all in their eyes. They don't have to say a word. Maybe it's telepathic, mm -hmm. but there's something that. very entrancing about the eyes. It, mm -hmm. it pulls you in very quickly. They're larger than our eyes. Really? A lot larger. What do they look like? Um, they're very beautiful looking. They have very like sharp cheekbones and very, very large eyes, mm -hmm. but they're, very, they're almost cat-like in appearance. So it's a very mm -hmm. beautiful look and uh, they have very light blonde hair very very light colored almost like a like a platinum I would say and just very light skinned as well like a very soft peachy complexion well how do you feel and to about, push that how do you feel about being part of this I mean is it something you're okay with I'm okay with it Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like I probably knew all along, to right. be honest. I just wasn't able to relate it to anybody, so it didn't feel like it was a real experience. Right. But now that I'm able to get it out and to look at it and to really, like, analyze it a bit, and it's it's definitely real, and it's mm -hmm. definitely been happening to me my whole life. Wow. <clears throat> so one out of ten, that's a lot. <sighs> I think most people... Don't know. Don't know. And not everyone is being used for... I wouldn't For imagine hybrids. that everyone's being used to create hybrids, but I can guarantee you there's a lot of experimentation going on. Mm -hmm. Maybe some of it's malicious, but the people that I'm used to, the people, <laughs> the beings, the whatever, right. the ones that I've become familiar with, they're not. So well, I, I, may, I may be having a unique experience, but right, it right. may be a shared experience amongst others where I can imagine for some it would be pretty scary and right, horrific, and it may not be this gentle group of people I'm encountering. Right. But maybe it is people. Who knows? Maybe it's the government and some big masks. <laughs> I have no idea. But like, even I'm like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, it didn't seem like that. It seemed like it was uh, uh, people from the planet where you came from, where you originated from. Just checking. Yeah. Making sure things are going smoothly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Well, it was interesting how you were saying that. Um, it's like a windstorm. Um, that humans or this earth has reached half of its life. That's what it felt like. And that like. everything's going to go quickly at this point. 
I think things have gone very slowly for the first half of our human history because we mm. didn't have technology, or we did have technology and we've possibly repeatedly lost it. And it's just a constant setback. Right. But I feel like we've hit the halfway mark and things are changing in a way where it will be much more acceptable and the threat of losing that technology will go away. Right. Yeah. And if it does go away, then we start again. Right. <laughs> that's I see. So. I think it's a very... So, I mean, it can't be a bad thing. So, I mean, you know, with the use of technology, people can really learn all this knowledge and they really, I mean, there's so much stuff on the internet. They can really mm -hmm. learn about whatever they want to learn about. And I think that's what makes it, like, unique, why we've hit that halfway point. Because before this, we did not have a way to share information face-to-face -face mm -hmm. without fearing judgment or right. repercussion. You right. can write anything you want on the internet now and you don't have to fear what people are going to say to you about it or, you know, affect right. your everyday life with it because you can kind of use it as a shield for a little while until it's more mainstream. Right. Yeah. But what I... I don't know. It's just like if there's such so much divine planning, mm -hmm. like if everything is laid out, yeah. then why do we have any problems ever? Hmm. Well, I think that goes into the whole divine planning of it. Because yeah. if it was all just For the experience. If it if it was all just no problems and everyone's bouncing around, <laughs> boredom sets in very quickly. Right. Plus this is a three D earth. And I don't think experience. boredom would suit it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. no, I it would no. make it probably almost it, <laughs> we would implode. It just we'd have right. no reason to continue. Right. Right. This is the contrast. That, that other earth that your uh, children are seeding, I wonder mm -hmm. what that earth is going to be like. Did you get a sense of, do you remember I do. what it was like? Very different. Very different. Like how and, different? Well, for the first major thing, there's no fear. Oh, because they got rid of that virus. There's no fear there. They figured it out. And for right now... Everything's in the early stages. It's the honeymoon phase, you know, so <laughs> right. it's still going. It looks smooth and it looks like like Earth, but it, there's just an absence of that fear there. And it's that's just the impression I got from it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You still have your same type of systems, your oxygen and your waters and right your trees and whatnot, but... But no fear. Yeah. I mean, just even imagining life without fear sounds pretty amazing. I know. Just with the absence of fear. Right? Because you'd still have contrast. You right. could still have still that have and still experience. Without fear? In fact, fear probably holds us back from experiencing contrast, if anything, rather sure. than causing it. I'm sure. It probably creates a, a, a blockage there from you to fully grasp the experience of what you're supposed to get. Maybe that's why people say be in the moment, because when you're in the moment, you don't have the fear for you that don't feel minute. it. Yeah, exactly. and so then you can actually live mm -hmm. the way we're really supposed to live. And that's what that child's face looked like, someone who was truly living the life that they were supposed to live mm -hmm. without judgment and fear. and just very filled with self-awareness and self-knowledge and there it, the, the eyes were filled with life wow. but there was an absence of that kind of doubt and seeing that absence yeah. does that help you in your life can you try to mimic that that's a good idea 
That is something I could try to do. I could, I never thought of it like that. Yeah. One other thing I noticed when I was, when I was in the state, I could feel people touching my face. There were lots of weird, there was weird stuff going on. Look at the weather. I know, the weather's <laughs> crazy all of a sudden Ever outside. since you got here. <laughs> I know, it went from sunny to windy and now it's like storming outside. But well, I, I noticed, I, I do that. It, I'm pretty sure it's on the recording, but there was like this really teeny like bug that was like flying all around you. Really? Yeah, but you could feel people touching your face. It didn't feel like a bug landing on me. It felt like someone grabbed my face like this at one point. And like then who? I could feel over here a little bit, them like pushing me a little bit. Who did it feel like? I don't know. Do you think guides? Maybe. I, I, I didn't really, I don't know. I didn't really try to grasp who it was or anything, but it just mm -hmm. felt very, uh, a little invasive for a minute, <laughs> kind of like, you know, you're welcome to stay, but hands off. Well, but how do you feel now that your channel is opening? Do you notice anything different? I have this strong desire to stand outside in the wind right now. I don't know why. Let's it really it. is. <laughs> yeah, I have this weird, like, sense to get back into nature right now and to just start letting things open up for me. That's great. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, what did you think about your guide's name, Damon? I feel like it's been on the tip of my tongue for a while lately, mm -hmm. and that is what it is. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's not very. I, I wasn't like, oh, okay, it's not very that's like, it. Like Sally, no, <laughs> like right? Jovial or no, it's not. Damon. It's kind of very serious and to the mm -hmm. point, which yeah. makes me wonder a little bit. But what's in a name? Yeah, at least it wasn't Damien. <laughs> I know, and even then, that's even all then, right. You never know. Yeah, a yeah. name's a name. Yeah. Well, I thought it was really interesting about where your hunger came from. That is something that, like, I feel like I hold a lot on to, to be honest. I've always felt like I've been here a long time. Like, whenever the well, concept of, like, past lives or anything mm -hmm. ever came up or, like, old soul, mm -hmm. I, I always have felt like oh, I've been here forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you have no idea. Well, I think you placed yeah. that in your memory so you wouldn't forget. Definitely. But now going forward you don't have it's not going to be the same you'll still have that memory but in that mm -hmm. symbol definitely so i could see that happening because cold affects me greatly and i know that we landed in the water and mm -hmm. it was freezing right. and then we had nothing and then the reality of like not being in the comforts of an alien sophisticated ship right. and everything else set in and it was horrible. And some of my crew members died and we, we had to go back and try to get their bodies. And it was just, it was a rough start. Yeah. I don't think people realize what a rough start this planet probably had. Well, I think it's really interesting how this, I find this a lot with my clients, how much past life memories affect their current life. Like you said, cold really bothers mm -hmm. you, this hunger, you had that oh, you don't yeah. have anymore you know was really bothering you there's so many different lifetimes that pay tension in your head mm -hmm. all coming from a different lifetime totally and it's funny now that i think about this because this is where my like the brain tumor was that oh. and when did it start occurring was like after i had started opening up my eyes to different things i had started reading the abraham hicks books oh, i had started wow. doing some meditation and then all of a sudden, I started seeing weird things with my eye. 
wow. thinking it was some spiritual awakening only to go to a doctor months and months later to find out it's a little bit different, which is kind of exactly what happened in my past life in some ways. I right. felt I had this amazing spiritual awakening that things were making sense and things were being seen differently. And then I go to a doctor and they're like, oh, we have to take out part of your brain. You're just crazy. <sighs> And now that's wow. kind of like, you know, they so didn't tell me I needed to take my brain out. Yes, right? Like, wow. I've totally replanned it. But I've definitely made it past the part in my life, I believe. Or did I? Maybe I've just made a different timeline. But I've always been very against suicide in this life. I've always known a very deep-rooted feeling, I'm not going to kill myself this time. I'm not going to. Like, it's not going to happen. I don't have that urge to do it because now I, I, I think I remembered that last little bit of, you're gonna have to do it again right. if you do it again. Right. And that's just what you've decided. It's right. not what the universe has decided for you, it's what you've decided for you. Right. And if you don't learn it, it will be again and again and again. And that might be the hell most people talk about. Maybe. Yeah. Truly. Mm -hmm. Truly, I don't think there's like physically a place or anything <laughs> like that, but it's either. the only thing I could relate to right now that would be hell is having right. to live it over and over and over again. <laughs> right. But it's. But now you have this awareness. Now I know. How do you feel like your life's going to be different now? I have some changes I need to make. What kind of changes? I want to like close my business down right now. I need to like. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I need to like. I need to change my career path right now, big time. Good for you. Big time, mm -hmm. and that's the number one place to start. A hundred percent. What else do you think will change now after this session? I think a lot of the issues with, with, that I've created for myself with this pregnancy, I think are going to release themselves. Mm -hmm. I have a big appointment tomorrow, like my first oh. one with the oh. doctor, and I've been very nervous about it all. How do you feel now? I feel it? much better about it. I'm still a little, like, until they show me that sonogram and yeah. I hear a heartbeat, I'm still going to be a little on edge, but mm -hmm. not like I was before. Mm -hmm. What about the hunger? The hunger, that hunger has subsided, but I am mm -hmm. starting to get a little hungry. Well, but it's, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. But I don't feel that, that you know, like mm -hmm. it felt like, like this. Mm -hmm. Like my whole stomach was just being turned and turned and twisted like that. Do you feel the relief? Yeah, of it definitely. Mm. <laughs> I truly do. Good. You should. It's, It'll be gone forever. It will be, but it's funny when you say that and I think of it and I'm like, but the experience shouldn't be gone forever. I will no. always try to remember it, but that lasting effect will be gone. You're not going to have that I don't need memory. to take that with me. You don't need that anymore. No. I can remember it. I don't need to feel it yeah, in my memories. Mm -mm. That's so. it. That's an interesting life. I think I'd like to learn a little bit more about that one down the road mm -hmm. and see where we came from. Oh, it'd be what so that was about, like what led us here, why are we even here?